This is John Walton, and you're listening to the Power Play Point Podcast with the Blue Lighter on Point and Anna Knox. Here's Wilson, and on the right side, Welcome once again to the Power Play Point Podcast. This is your host, the Blue Liner on Point, talking to you live to tape from downtown Glen Burnie, Maryland. And it's another week of Caps Hockey. Well, you throw out a certain 24 hours that happened just 24 hours ago. I wasn't too bad. Um, joining us back again from a week off with family is the one and only mermaid, Anna Knox. Yeah, hey, Gal. Hey, glad to have you back. How was uh, how was the how visit? Was, it was good. It was good. Thanks. I, you know, when the family doll tries to get together at Christmas and it doesn't happen, and then all schedules get together. And know it well. It doesn't work out. And yeah, so it's all it's all a little bit hectic. But, yeah, um, just a little bit. But it was good. It was <laughs> yeah. good. And, and thanks C four for filling in. Yep, absolutely. And uh, understand, understand. Uh, I did. I think you mentioned to me during the week. Uh, you're also going to need uh, next week off as well. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I've told you that we have gutted our kitchen. <laughs> um, I been, think the the I other week. I'm... Yeah, the other week uh, you mentioned uh, a, a kitchen project that was going on. I think that's what uh, uh, Becca was in charge of. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yep. And, and it's still going, except, um, we are going to be, um, in a hotel and it happens to fall over that Sunday, Monday timeframe of next week. And I figured, you know what, it's totally stressful enough that we all have to go, including the dogs. (laughs) So, um, I give you guys your two week warning to say (laughs) I'm not available. Um, but yeah, I mean, I know in the end it's going to be great, but it, it's hard to not have a kitchen. I got to be honest. Yeah, I, I, I can un- <laughs> I can understand that. Just yeah, a lot of and it's a it's kind of stressing me out. It was just you know shit everywhere and stuff. You know you can't wash things. It's, it's just and this weather so, doesn't help. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so basically for. However long that's going to be, hopefully not more than a week, you'll be incommunicado. Correct. Correct. Okay. Understood. But I'm sure there's somebody who would absolutely love to fill in and hopefully talk about wins since this week wasn't so great. Yeah, hopefully so. Hopefully so. Yeah. Unfortunately, I just got word that uh, C4 is unfortunately uh, also not available for that weekend. So the the search will be on. But uh, like you said, we have plenty of very knowledgeable, very capable Caps fans who will uh, come on if if need be. And um, I I may have to I make it I may make a decision about that uh, that episode. Uh, I've been toying with an idea you just 
uh, well, I've been thinking about it, and and you you kind of reminded me of it a, a little while ago. So okay, um, the, we, I might I might go that route, but uh, uh, wh- whichever way we'll go, there'll there'll be an announcement uh, for sure. Uh, it's just yeah, been a lot going on here too, and uh, yeah, just I'm I'm trying to keep up with things as best as I can, but. Uh, turns out I, I I might need a week off myself, so um, yeah, it I've happens. Plan, uh, yeah, I, I got a plan in place to make things uh, easier on on myself um, for a week, just a week. But uh, we'll we'll get to go. that when when the time comes. So alrighty, sounds All good. All right, so um, okay, might as well just go ahead and and rip the bandaid off. <sighs> um. Because because it was an okay week, not a great week, but an okay week as far as the games go. It was we actually have four games to cover, and it was uh, two regulation wins, two regulation losses. We're going to make the first of those games the feature game, so we're actually going to skip over that. And uh, so the the lone home game was the one against the Minnesota Wild. That was a four two loss. And it was the back end of a back to back. And it was travel, so um, I, I think Cap started out okay. Ferravari got the uh, the opening goal, and um, I think I, I think a lot of this was eventually fatigue, but just really bad puck luck. All three of the the actual goals, not counting the last one, the empty netter, uh, were just really bad bounces. I, I don't think Lindgren had a shot at any of them. Um, I and a couple of Caps fans out there were like, "Well, this is because Lindgren de- de- deserves to play more. He is he's not as sharp because he doesn't get get as many get as much playing time." I don't think it had anything to do with that at all. I agree. Nope. Um, I, again, I think it was just really bad bounces. Uh, he couldn't see a couple of the shots. Stuff like this just happens in in hockey. And he, he was screened on a lot of these. So, what I mean, what are you going to do? And it was a back end. And Minnesota was the stronger team, the fresher team. And that just took over towards the end. And, and this is this is what you get. And that, that's what happened in that game. Um, and then came then came the game. They went back out on the road. And they're still on the road as we speak. But when, they went back on the road for their uh, Western road trip. Another Western road trip against Arizona, um, and that one, that game uh, was a pretty good one. Um, they won four nothing, and it was in the all new Mullet Arena. And uh, if you were been a name, yeah. Uh, if if you're a follower of the Facebook page, then uh, you got treated to uh, some awesome picks from my good friend Pete Fisher, who was there. Yeah, uh, of course he's an ASU grad and. Um, lives in the area. Uh, so he attended the game. He had a seat as it turned out where, uh, the caps defended twice, uh, behind oh, okay. Darcy Kemper. So you were, if, again, if you follow the Facebook page, you're treated to some awesome picks and a cool video where a shot was taken and deflected and hit the glass right in front of where they were sitting. <laughs> so if you haven't caught that video yet, it's on the Facebook page. Might have to swipe down a, a ways to get there, but it's on there. And and he was with and Doug was out there too, right? Doug was Doug was with him at the Vegas game. Oh, okay, night. okay. I just saw, I saw their picture, but I I didn't see the check in. That's really awesome. 
Yeah. Uh, uh, my, so my friend Doug Lucerarian um, joined him. They they both went out to Vegas for that game, um, which we will <clears throat> very briefly go over. <laughs> um, anyway, um, but the uh, the Arizona game pretty good one. It was uh, you look. I get I get that Arizona is not exactly a good team, but they can surprise you, and they're they're actually pretty good at you know keeping the scoring down for the most part. Um, that, that's one of the hallmarks of their game, but, um, the caps were, uh, I think they were a lot, they were a lot, uh, fresher. They were a lot more, more into this one, uh, than the last meeting that they had, um, uh, goal scores in this game were Strom who started it three or three in the first Milano with his eighth in the second period, um, uh, Wilson, his second on the power play. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, a word about the power play, um, this is the only power play goal the Caps have scored in hmm, the last eight games. Yeah, that's pathetic. I have a potential solution for a fix. I, we'll talk yeah. about that towards the end of the show. All right. Um, but yeah, uh, so uh, Tommy gets his second of the year, at, and it's a uh, it's a nice tip on the on the power play. Uh, uh, I love how Strom dove after it just in case it didn't go in. <laughs> <laughs> I love but Dylan Strom. A- as it turns out, he would get his second in the in the third. That's his eleventh. Kuznetsov and Johansson on the assist on that one, making it four nothing. Awesome game all around. Um, look, I I know there's there's folks out there knocking the building and how small it is and how it's really just a college facility. I, I get, I get all that, but everyone I've talked to who's been there raves about the place and, and, and says it, it it's a great intimate setting. It's a great place to be. And you know, so I'm hoping next year I, I can get, get down there and, and check nice. it out. Um, because yeah, the players love it, the fans love it, and it's it's you know it, it sounds like a great place to be. So I would love nothing more to you know hook up with Pete and you know head down there next year to check like I said to check it out because uh, I mean, it, it sounds great. I mean, I, I compare it to with the time I went up. I I, I sorry, Anna. I know this is going to be uh, traumatizing a bit, but the time we went up to Hershey. And, and caught the game, and yeah. um, Not saw the game. I saw the game. I was there. I saw the game. I was four feet behind Ilya Samsonov. I was there. I thought Sorry. you fell asleep. Third period. Mrs. Blue Liner interjecting again. Sorry. Um, oh, but I was going to say, didn't I? Thought you fell asleep. No. No. Okay. No, 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 no. I was there. I no. I waited in the line to see the cup, and I didn't get there till about halfway through the game. Oh, okay. Halfway That's through the was. game, and she went. She went to. Okay, yeah. She went ahead and skipped the line and and saw the whole game. I I made it about halfway through, just after, just right around the middle of the second period, and and caught the second half of the game. And so anyway, it reminded me of being there. It, from the looks of it, so I, I I really want to check it out. I think I think it's a great place, and there, according to Pete, there's some nice, you know, 
watering holes around the you know around the arena to you know mm-hmm. grab a drink and uh, you know eat drink and be merry and all that good stuff so uh dearly love to check that out and so i'm kind of you know making that hopefully a plan for next year to yeah. to to do that uh pete desperately wants to make that something of an annual event uh so well a, a nice long road trip for uh listeners of the podcast so uh I'm kind of hoping that we can make that uh, an annual thing. Well, and, so. and don't you have not next month, but next year, a big birthday? I might. Okay. I just might saying. be. And you, yeah, just just saying. No need to. No need to get into details. <laughs> but um, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're you're right. That that could be a possibility. So reason. depending. Depending depending upon uh, the schedule makers and their whims, it could be pretty good timing. So, yeah. anyway, uh, so that was that game. There's pretty good gameplay there. So, all right, so you got two good games, two decent games. Look, I mean, the Minnesota game, I'm not going to throw out. I think they, they played as well as they could, and it was just a little bit of bad luck and, and some fatigue. What So what are you going to do? The Arizona game, pretty good. You know, what what? You expect against a lower tier team. And then you had last night. Um, I'm going to say two things about last night's game and leave it at that. It um, yeah, yeah, it, it sucked. And uh, yeah, the, not my words, but yeah, a lot of other people's words. Um, but yeah, we if you don't know the result, you know it by now is it's six two loss. And the the things I took away from it was, uh, do you want the serious side or the funny side first? Let's go serious and end it funny. Okay, all right. Just just like every episode we do, that that's fine. Exactly. Um, <laughs> okay, so um, what I did not like about this game, other than the score, was that basically all of the worst traits of the Washington Capitals were brought out in this game. Um. Examples. Dar- Darcy Kemper uh, was sharp until I would say about the second after the second okay. goal. Uh, he he kind of fell off and I, they kind of knew it. And that might have been one of the reasons why he was pulled after the third or fourth goal. Um, that That's not the half of it, though. Um, there were. It was extreme mismanagement of the puck, terrible passing. Um, they played like they did not care for, I would say, a good three quarters of the game. They didn't show up. N- almost no physicality until until you know somebody decided it would be a good idea to pick on Nick Backstrom, oh. and and that that woke everybody up for about two minutes. But horrible plays, sloppy passes, everything we abhor about about the game, and it's. You know, giving up two on ones, no shots, no fire, no energy, just like the video I posted, no fire, no energy, no pop, no nothing from the fifth element. And yeah, I, there's nothing else to say about it. It, it. All of the worst traits of the caps that you can think of came out in, in this game. They they hmm. didn't care. They didn't play like they cared, act like they didn't want to be there. And the team just didn't wake up until far too late in the game. It's a 60-minute game. They played all of maybe, if they're lucky, 10. Ouch. 
Um, so yeah, it, it was it it was terrible be, because of all that, and I I hopefully will never ever have to sit through anything like that again. So and, and okay, so here's the funny side. So hopefully, and you 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 all see this coming. So hopefully though, you know it it was given where it was. Okay, so as we all know, hopefully, what happens in Vegas. Stays in Vegas. Vegas. Okay. That was your funny? Yeah. Yeah. Come on. I thought you were going to like, I don't know, share something that funny that happened like during the game or something. Oh, God, no. What what possible funny could have happened unless Doug's got a story he hadn't told me yet? Yeah. Well, no, I meant like with you or, or while you were watching it or something, but. Oh God. All right. No, 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 no. This, this was like, this was like, yeah, this, this, this was like sitting through. Oh, oh my God. Insert worst show ever here. And Uh, yeah. Awful. (laughs) Uh, For me, honestly, just so I can throw this out there. My biggest pet peeve with any TV show is any kind of kid actor. And so, therefore, if it's not a kid, a kid actor that I can't stand, it's a kid's baking show. <laughs> or a cooking show. Like, I freaking hate those shows. Like, hate those shows. So, if I had to sit through, like, you know, an episode of, you know, Young Chefs or whatever, then, and you're going to put it up against how they played last night, then I totally get that that would have been cringeworthy and, and awful. Yeah. So for you, if you had to sit through something like that, yeah, that's I I, I totally get that. But glad uh, I didn't stay up. Yeah. No. No. It, it was like it, it was like getting a paper cut and having somebody pour lemon juice on it. It, it was it was horrible to watch. Okay. But you know, being being. The fan that I am, I forced myself to sit through it, and you know, again, hopefully, what what happened in Vegas, that pile okay. of stink, that pile of stink, better stay in Vegas because they got some games that that are coming up here that they need to win. Yes, they do. Yeah, especially on Thursday because I'm going to be there. Oh, and if you're not sure who we're talking about, it's it's Doug <laughs> Lucereri and another another one of my old friends from school. Um, he and Pete met up for the game and, uh, yeah. And, uh, I, I, I hope they, uh, I hope they did. I hope they did, um, uh, partake of, uh, some of the, uh, delicious libations they probably had there at the T-Mobile arena or, or wherever, because I'm sure they needed them before, during, and after the game, especially after. So anyway, all right, so now to get to our feature game, which uh, we both caught, and that was the first game of the week. Um, it was Monday evening uh, up on Long Island against the Islanders, and uh, that, of course, was the 4-3 win. Let's do a quick rundown of the scoring. Uh, oh, looky here, an old friend. No, not really, but he has the same name, Sebastian Aho. Well, it's not that Sebastian Aho. Uh, I know, there's, but there's, I just know how much you love the name. Yeah, he's 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 got a doppelganger apparently who plays in Carolina. That's the actual one we hate. Anyway, he scores the first goal, four twenty-four in the first, and then Matt Martin 
gets one about nine minutes later to make it two nothing. And we're thinking, oh, God, here we go. Uh, caps are falling behind there. There's no way they're going to catch up. And it they just didn't seem like they were they were into the game and, you know, just just kind of having a hard time starting and all that. Mm-hmm. And that that's what I noticed. And well, then obviously because they didn't do anything in the first period and they don't score until halfway into the second. So, right. It, it, almost exactly. Um, so yeah. b- before that, uh, the Islanders made it uh, three nothing. Um, guy with probably one of the weirdest names I've ever heard of. <laughs> doesn't sound like a hockey name. Hudson Fushing. That. That, that yeah, sounds like a cash. It. That sounds like a cash register malfunctioning really badly. Yeah, yeah I'm, not, I'm gonna have to sit on that one. I'm not quite sure what to do with the Fushing. Hudson Fushing. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what weird. to do with that either. Anyway, it, it doesn't. Yeah. Anyways, whatever is whatever his name is, he he gets his third of the year, and and makes it three nothing. And and we're thinking, ah, this is gonna be a colossal pilot. Dung, but uh, then just as you said, uh, colossal, almost exactly a pile of dung, pile of fishing. <laughs> very good, All very right. good, very very that. good fishing. That God I think we shame. need to add that. I think we need to add that to our show vo- vocabulary. <laughs> he pulled I like a fishing. I like a pile that. of fishing. Pile of pile of fishing. I like that. I like that a All lot. Right. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. All right. So um Garnet Hathaway gets his seventh 1001 into the second. So almost exactly one second past the halfway mark to be exact. Makes it 3-1. I love the effort. I think this this kind of drove him. Now, well, what had happened before? There was a hit about several minutes before by Alex Ovechkin on uh Jean Gabriel Pajot. And they actually reviewed it for there was no call on the play to begin with, but they it reviewed was hardcore. It, yeah, they reviewed it anyway for a possible major and they stuck with their original call, which was no call, wasn't charging, it wasn't a hit to the head. Now I get that he looked bad and there was an injury enough that he had to leave the ice for a few minutes, but he returned to the ice. Mm-hmm. And I know what you naysayers out there might be thinking, uh, you know, what that just proves, that's just more proof in the pudding that the concussion spotters, the medical personnel and whatnot, they're not doing their job. Maybe, maybe not. But to me, and I'm, I'm looking, yeah, I, I totally acknowledge my bias here. My caps goggles are totally on. If after all that, he comes back, Fact number one, fact number two, no penalty called. Fact number three, no supplemental discipline applied by the league means this was a legal hit. So if it's a legal hit, then all things considered, no harm, no foul. That's not to say that's not to say there might be long term ramifications. But if the league were serious about that, they would address it more. They would do something about this, but that's not, that's, that's something they have to handle. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, for, but as far as this play was concerned, legal hit, no problems. Well, and no. I think if, if you saw it, I saw it 
Robbie and I were going live and watching this and at least trying to watch it and, and do a show at the same time, which is not always great when you have ADHD and you're trying to multitask. It's not a strength. Um, but you have someone this size uh, and the muscle mass of a number eight coming at you. Yeah, you're probably going to get the wind knocked out of you. And yeah, so clean hit, but holy shit, it was a hell of a hit. And I think it we was. all would have been kind of stumbling a little bit as well. So, yeah, but that's what you get. I mean, it's, you know, there's a, a Wilson pain train hit and then there's an Ovechkin hit, which is like, you know, I'm not going to say night and day, but but they're 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 huge and, yeah. and massive and they're going to cause some damage. But I don't not intentional damage, not a dirty hit like a Ryan no. Leaves. No, there was, there was no. There, there was no, there was no intent to injure. I mean, these nope. things happen. These things happen in the normal course of the game. And I want to take a few seconds here to throw up the virtual middle finger at certain so-called medical professionals that are trying to mete out their own branded justice by saying, "Well, hey, this is this is." clear targeting this was clear intent to injure the game needs to change blah 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 yeah bullshit bullshit now look that's that's not to say i don't trust gary bettman and the league when it comes to player safety far from it but they at least know more about how the game works than these so-called medical medical professionals that want to apply their own standard in a game they've never played before that they don't know anything about how mm-hmm. it works. So okay. just, just want to put that out there. Um, anyway, so that was the, that was actually the turning point in the game and that turned the game around. It kind of woke the caps up and, and it showed in the effort in this goal because Hathaway, I think it was started by an Ovechkin shot and then it was a loose puck on the rebound and Hathaway dove for it and managed to nudge it in with the tip of his stick. So that got the caps on the board. Um, and then uh, we, we mentioned, we mentioned him uh, having a, uh, his second of the goal, um, his first, and who else could we be talking about? My Tommy. His first came three minutes later and it uh, was a wrister assisted mm-hmm. by Nick Backstrom and Dmitry Orlov. And we're going to fire up the old app here and run the replay. I will describe it for you thusly. Okay, so they win the faceoff. Looks like Orlov collects it at the uh, at the point. Wilson and Backstrom kind of do a, a kind of a catch me if you can. Backstrom mm-hmm. goes behind the net. Wilson jockeys for position, gets all, gets some space. Backstrom flings it from behind the net and. Wilson bangs it in off mm-hmm. of the glove side of Sorokin and puts the caps within one beauty. And so uh, on to the third period we go and TJ Oshie with his ninth ties it five fifty four in the third uh, with his usual uh, tip in from the slot area. And so it's off to OT we go. Um, to the dreaded OT, but um, this where um, this where uh, Dmitry Orlov likes to shine. I like I like it when he gets the puck in OT because twice now magical things have 
can and will happen. Mm-hmm. And um, okay, so the play went like this: um, Milano start, I believe he he started it, and then gets it to Oshi. Oshi gains the zone, and he does he does kind of the same thing Wilson and Backstrom did. They play a little catch, only it was at the top of the left circle, and Orlov had just enough space to blast it. Or uh, well, the shot says wrist. I think it was it was stronger than a wrist shot. And C four and I have talked about. Uh, the the merits of a Dmitry Orlov shot. Um, this one had uh, a lot of torque on it and uh, ended up in just the right place. 427 of overtime, game over. It's his second overtime winning goal of the season um, out of his three goals. And so naturally, you got to make him the first star of the game. And... Uh, as I posted, damn it, Orlov, you're the hero again. And and he was. Um, so the reason we're making the, this the feature is as bad as the Vegas game was. Everything good about the Caps came out in this game. The, their resilience, their willingness mm-hmm. to take the body. Right. Their willingness to stick up for each other. And how they play as as a team, and I don't, you know, it's it's going to be it's going to be hard to describe because you look at the numbers and not really anything on paper. They really shouldn't have won this game. True, because not a whole lot of the stats are in their favor. No, well, but, and even but, with shots on goal alone, yeah. Only only <laughs> shots on goal were they were they you know, the the better team and only from the second period on, right? Um, and that's what I mean, like just shots on goal in general. Where it, again, it was another you know not sixty minutes um, frustration. I do think there were some fans that put a little too much hype on nineteen and forty three returning that it was going to be you know some some epic thing, and it's like, come on, guys, you know, give yeah. Me- and I Give think them a couple of games to like, they did great, which is like fantastic to see that they're, you know, Nikki gets an, an assist and, and Wilson scores, but it's like, come on, you can't put that kind of pressure on and just assume that it all comes down to those two guys being back on the ice that everything's going to be perfect. It's like, that's just not how it works. But. Yeah, I, and I think that's that's been a problem. Uh, we discussed this last episode. I think I think the expectations are are part of the problem in that uh, I think too many people, both on the inside and the outside, expected this magical transformation, mm-hmm. and it, it's just not to be. But uh, like I said, they they did well for themselves in this game, right? And and I think slowly but surely, um, they're they're getting back to the way they were way they were um next week the next the next game is going to be a pretty good test in and of itself um we'll, but we'll talk about previews of coming attractions later but I, I like the way the team came together after the ovechkin hit i like the way that they decided to just knuckle down and play their game even though it was you know, they waited until halfway through the game, probably the one thing they shouldn't do. Mm-hmm. But I like the way they came together. And this is yet another example of when they do what they can do together. When when they right. when they grab a hold of that mentality yeah. and they and they run with it. So 
everything we could have hoped for from Tommy and, and, and Nick, you know, that was just a small part of this game. Right. If you think about it, it took a team effort to win. And, you know, sometimes, as we've said so many times, sometimes they have to remind themselves of that fact. And just as quickly as they remember it, unfortunately, they tend to forget it. Right. Until can't do it consistently. <laughs> until the next time. So, yeah, right. it's, it's so it's the same old story. They got to find some consistency. But at least here, they fell behind, understood what they had to do and executed and they applied you know the overall plan so mm -hmm. we're we're spotlighting this game because as long as they play this way then they can do some damage in the standings and hopefully the playoffs mm -hmm. and that that's the idea so um yeah anyway um so i mentioned previews of coming attractions let's go ahead and get that out of the way so the very next game next week, there's only two games next week. Um, we're going to cover we're going to cover um, only two games next week because the third game is on a Sunday. Uh, again, smack in the middle of when we would record. But the next mm -hmm. game is in Colorado. They finished the road trip, in Colorado against the Avalanche at uh, it's a 9 p.m. puck drop. And uh, depending on who you talk to, they're they're starting to be a threat, even though right now they're sitting outside of the playoffs. Um, but that's that's going to be a good test. And then the other game is back home at Cap One on Thursday, seven o'clock puck drop against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Mm -hmm. And uh, those guys are also sitting on the outside of the playoffs, um, but they're starting to get hungry too. Right. So two two pretty good games. I, I think they're both winnable, but they're going to have to bring their A game in each. I believe to to have a chance. They're they're this is not going to be anything where they can just sit back and let let the magic take over. So I agree, especially on Thursday because I'll be there. <laughs> Actually, Thursday. Uh, and that that's right. You're going to be uh, live and in color. There. Yes, I am. And well, well, you know you know the drill. Uh, you know, we need, need pics and or videos, and I'm sure you'll be coming at us with both. Yes. I don't know and, about video. Well, well, video of the team, not of me, but yes, right. I, can, I can do that happily. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It'll be, uh, we will be still in the hotel, but going to scoot out for a couple hours for the game and looking forward to it. Regardless of who we're playing, it doesn't Definitely. matter. I'm not even going to think about it. <laughs> Definitely. And uh, hopefully you'll we'll bring home the win there. But uh, yeah, understand uh, your seats are pretty good for that game. So looking forward to it. Absolutely. So that's uh, and the and the next game after that is is Sunday. As I said, it's uh, uh they go back out on the road. It's Toronto. So we're actually going to wait till uh, next week. Uh, we're going to record Saturday that Saturday. So we're going to record uh, Saturday uh, to cover the two games and the um the uh, uh, that game will be covered alongside the game after that, which is end of January against the CBG Columbus CBJ. Uh, Columbus Blue Jackets, which will end the month and take us straight into the All-Star break. Um, so we are probably going to be, I think the way it's going to shake out, because uh, they don't go they don't go back out on the ice again until that next Friday, the 11th. Um, 
All right. Yeah. All right. And there's going to be, yeah, there's, okay. So the, and the next game after that is back home against San Jose. That's a matinee game. So we'll be able to cover that one. Uh, so a couple of, couple of light shows coming up, but like I said, we'll make a decision on, uh, I'm toying with the idea of perhaps a, maybe a simulcast with sports on the Hill, um, is what oh, I'm good. thinking of. Um, so, um, we'll, we'll, uh, I'll talk to Robbie about that. See, see if, uh, he's willing to, uh, help with the arrangements on that. Um, this will be the first, probably the first time he's hearing this, unless I can get with him later. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, got got uh, as you well know, got got a lot a lot of life going on, a lot of stuff to take care of, a lot of stuff that's been happening. So um, got to catch up on that, and uh, so. But uh, rest assured, we'll we'll uh, continue our coverage one way or the other, at least in in the uh, upcoming weeks. Um, so that's it for the on ice action. Um, just one last quick little hockey note. Mm-hmm. Um, I mentioned the power play and yeah. how it really, really, really needs to be fixed. Oh yeah, well, right. You had a you had a possible solution. I have a possible solution, and well, I, I think I think this is a win-win for all, all the parties involved. Um. It so happened that fortunately, well, definitely unfortunately, you never want to see anybody fired, but unfortunately, earlier in the day, um, our old friend Gabby, Bruce Boudreaux, was relieved of his duties as the head coach of the Vancouver Canucks. Mm-hmm. Um, so he is without job, unfortunately, as of right now. Well, here's my idea. No, as much as... It's been called for, and I'm not inclined to disagree. Doesn't necessarily mean we replace Laviolette or even Blaine Forsyth with Mr. Boudreaux. But I say what the organization ought to do, or what they would do if I had any say over it, um, hire Bruce as a consultant. Hmm. And that way, that way, and well, bring him, bring him on home to where his pro coaching and management career actually started. True. And this is how it's a win-win for everybody. That brings him home to, again, where it started and also brings him closer, a lot closer to his management of, to his, uh, his uh, juniors team in Hershey. So he can keep a lot better and closer eye on that. Mm-hmm. And. And Bruce has already, you know, he's he's always said he's he's loved the area, loved being around here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and 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 people love to, him, and people love him. People here still yeah. love him, and he gets to be close to the team again. And there's there's still there, you know there's guys that you know that that actually you know started their careers with him. John Carlson for one, of course. Ovechkin knows him. Well, and uh, I'm I'm pretty sure also uh, Dmitry Orlov as well. So a lot of the old guard that's still here, you know, they'll they'll appreciate what he has to offer. I, and he can't do anything but improve the offense and the power play. And since he would be just a consultant, he's got no obligation. Uh, probably the management probably let him make his own hours. No stress. And again, I think it's a win-win for everybody. If 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 they do that, it, it keeps him in the game 
and he he gets to go back to where it all started. It and I I I think that's that that'd be the great thing. I actually think that's a fantastic idea. Yeah, look at you so, thinking outside the box. Yeah, that I I think that's that's something they ought to do. Will they do it? I don't know. Probably not. And depending on what what his salary was, I don't know if taking a consulting gig would forfeit that. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if he'd be willing to do that. But I I think it's a win win for everybody. But that's mm-hmm. that's just me. Okay. Go, Gal. Anyway. All right. So that's all of the on ice action. So we've uh, come to. Okay. So we're going to continue on uh, since still 2023. And the economy is still. Yeah. Uh, we're going to continue on with uh, another week of our uh, spotlight of local business, uh, f- courtesy of our loyal listeners and followers. Um, and so we're going to do the the. The uh, spotlight we're going to put on this week is um, a business owned by one of our uh, loyal listeners and friends, Mr. Lorenzo Robinson. We had him on last year for mm-hmm. uh, Black History Month. Yeah. And uh, Lorenzo, if um, you don't remember, is a, a loyal fan. He's He has a VIP package, owner of a VIP package uh, season ticket with the Washington Capitals. And um, is a is an Air Force veteran, yep. and has uh, a also fantastic smile and a fantastic <laughs> smile, a fantastic voice. And un- unfortunately, we the plan was actually to have him on so that he could talk up his business, but mm-hmm. unfortunately today he was feeling quite a bit under the weather and um, said said his uh, voice uh, was uh, quite a bit hoarse, uh, so. He couldn't. Uh, he couldn't uh, pony himself up to, uh, per, you know, be on the show, and uh, yeah. So, I, that would have been the, like I said, that would have been the ideal. But uh, in his stead, we'll we'll go ahead and talk up his business for him. And it's uh, the name of the company is HLR Courier and Shuttle LLC, and um, the. Uh, <laughs> his his business actually shares something in common with the king Elvis Presley. They were both born on January the eighth, and um, specifically January the eighth, twenty twenty eight. Sorry, twenty two thousand eight. Sorry. So he just celebrated fifteen years business ownership about a week and a half ago. Very cool. And uh, so, yes, it's as you can imagine, it's a, it's a courier and shuttle business. Now, what they what the services that they provide, they mainly provide um, services regarding mainly regarding important, very important documents. So just to give a rundown of the examples that that they uh, that Lorenzo provided property, property deed runs business filings with Maryland SDAT. Civil process servicing all throughout the state. This is all throughout the state, the District of Columbia and Northern Virginia. Mm-hmm. So basically the DMV. Civil court filings, mail runs between business offices, e-commerce, and other package deliveries. So basically, if it if it's important as far as a legal document or other important document like that, he's your man. Anywhere inside of the of the main DMV area, 
he will make sure it gets to where it, where it needs to be. And we'll be posting, we'll be posting his business logo on our Facebook page and mm-hmm. his inform and his uh, contact information alongside it. Uh, he did want to uh, want me to let everybody know the business hours are Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Uh, he does offer after hour servicing that's available for a nominal fee. He promises same day delivery, end of day shuttle, four hour standard and two hours rush delivery service is also offered. So, again, you need you need something in the way of an important document, anything business related. He's your man because he he will make sure he he gets it there. And he's posted on his personal page. He's posted many a time where he's had to figure out how to get around traffic snafus. And as we all know in the DMV, bad, bad traffic rears its ugly head a lot. Uh, But he knows the area so well that he can get around it and it's never any problem. And I, I know, I actually know where he's coming from because long ago, back in the day in a whole other life, I used to do something like this, mainly with newspapers. Um, and yeah, it, it's, it's, it's a hard job. It's not, it, it, it's not a fun job and it's, it's, it's tough. You know, somebody, might look at it and say, well, are you doing is driving? Well, negotiating traffic and, and, you know, speed limits and and that kind of thing, making sure your car goes okay. You know, that that ain't exactly easy. And then sometimes the hours can be tough. So I 1000% respect the job that he does. And, and every, every, every review I've ever read, every contact, that's mentioned the business has has had nothing but glowing reviews to say. So uh, again, if you've got something of the utmost importance that needs to get from here to there within the DMV, then Lorenzo Robinson is your man. And and I know as as you know as as a solid citizen, he will make sure that you are done right. And he is he's built this business by himself from the ground up and made made it what it is today all by himself practically and um you know you you gotta you gotta respect that and he's he's made it one of the best delivery independent delivery services in the area um so if you want more information i can put you in touch with him you'd like if if you're listening i'm gonna post that information on the show page uh, the show notes and the facebook page as well uh, and of course, if you're part of the Facebook page, you can DM him. He also runs the DMV Caps Facebook page, so you can join that group as well and contact him there. Awesome. Okay, so the uh, that's our spotlight for the uh, the small business. And again, we're we're doing that because you know. No two ways about it. The the economy sucks. All right, the you know, and and it's it's nobody's fault. It depending on you know where where you want to look at it, but I you know that that's why we're doing this. We want to we want to give a leg up to businesses that um, you know don't have the back backing of gazillions of dollars of corporate money and and are mainly local. 
Uh, doesn't have to be in the DMV, but you know, if it's a business that you believe in, you as a Caps fan, and and they they're either you know have the backing of a Caps fan, or you know are just good people in general. We'll talk about them, and we'll do you know we'll speak as well as we can about them, and get get the word out as best as we can. Yes, we will. Okay. All right. So that is. That is uh, everything we had to cover for this week. Hopefully next week will be an even better week uh, with the Caps uh, being above 500. Like I said, there's some games in there. They probably should win some tougher games. And then the All-Star break coming up. Um, so, uh, Mermaid, do you plan on being with the uh, with us on the Sports on the Hill tomorrow night? I am. I'm going to do it tomorrow, and then I'm going to be off with both shows next week because of the hotel situation. Yeah, I, I I totally get that, and that's yeah, I, I that that's pretty dicey. So uh, beyond that, you're going to be incommunicado though, and that's yeah, I, I'm sure that'll make things difficult. But yeah, it's just a total, it's just an inconvenience, and I don't a know. cluster F. Yeah, it is, it is. So, and I don't know what internet will be like, you know, and like I just don't want to have one of those things. So it's just like better to just you know give my week or two notice and say, all right, hey, listen, this is a this is where we're going to be or dealing with uh, whatever outside of the, the Knox home. And uh, yeah, and then hopefully it'll be all good and we'll get the kitchen back. Yep. Yep. Hopefully so. Uh, okay. Well, so with that, we're going to sign off. So this is the Blue Liner on Point signing off and reminding you that Poop jokes aren't my favorite kind of joke. But they are a solid number two. Hallelujah, and let's go Caps. Go Caps. This has been another episode of the Power Playpoint Podcast. All episodes are available from Apple Podcasts, the Podbean app, blueliner77.podbean.com, and now available from Stitcher. Music by Joe McAllister, voiceover by Jeffrey Conkle. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, Power Play Point Podcast. Thanks for listening.